Hi guys, it's Carrie from the Ghoulcast. Today we're going to talk about toxic positivity, what it is and how to avoid it to make our well-being a lot better. Full disclosure, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a doctor or a practitioner, just someone sharing their opinions with some sources and some facts. So let's start at the beginning. What is toxic positivity? You'd think that they kind of cancel each other out with something being a negative and the use of the word positivity. Well, according to Dr. Jamie Zuckerman, toxic positivity is the assumption, either by oneself or others, that despite a person's emotional pain or difficult situation, they should only have a positive mindset or positive vibes only. Toxic positivity, it can take many forms. It can be a family member or a friend who chastises you for expressing frustration instead of listening to why you're upset. It can be a comment to look on the bright side or think how lucky you are. It can be a meme or something online that tells you, you know, just change your outlook to be happy. Positive vibes only. Vibes. It's just ridiculous at this point. (laughs) It can be a friend who repeatedly posts how, you know, productive they've been during lockdown. I know everyone had a thing of making their own bread for a while. (laughs) It can be your own feelings that you shouldn't dwell on, meaning your feelings of sadness, anxiety, fear, loneliness, isolation, things that we would consider negative. With toxic positivity, negative emotions are seen as bad. However, we... It's still a valid emotion to feel, especially with the world being as it is. And instead, positivity and happiness are compulsively pushed, and authentic human emotional experiences are denied or invalidated or made to be less important. During the pandemic, you may have heard a lot of phrases of, you know, stay positive, you got this, all good vibes. And I feel enough is enough. We should be going for realistic vibes only. We should be allowed to feel sad. We should be allowed to feel, I don't know, angry and scared and worried and depressed. Because I always feel we're allowed to feel these things, but it's how we put it forward, how we express them is what's important. What are ways that we can avoid toxic positivity? We start by recognising that negative emotions are normal and they are an important part of the human experience. We wouldn't have, you know, thunder without lightning. We wouldn't have, you know, there's so many things that go together. And I feel that you have to have both sides of the coin. You have to allow yourself to feel sad and angry and worried. And then you also are allowed to feel excited and happy and confident and amazing. I feel identifying and naming emotions better than trying to avoid them. It always feels like, personally for myself, if I avoid something and I bottle it up, it's often worse. And 
no, there are absolutely no good vibes then. Uh, I feel like <laughs> talking with trusted people about emotions, including negative feelings. We live in a society now where we don't talk about real things, or if we do, it's very rare and it's never online. Um, I feel that there is a space for that and I feel that it should be growing larger and larger as more people realise that you don't have to be so shiny and positive and perfect all of the time. I will say seeking support from non-judgmental people such as trusted friends or a professional, a doctor, a therapist will, you know, maybe broaden your horizons or it's something to look into. I am in no way endorsing that that is something that I feel you have to do. It is a personal choice. I, for one, do so and I find it very rewarding um, and I'm able to move on. But I would never suggest that it is compulsory. You must do what is right for you at the end of the day. How do we avoid imposing toxic positivity onto others? Well, for I mean, I would start with encouraging people to talk openly about their emotions. There's always two sides of a coin. You do get happy and sad and you get, you know, excited and anxious. And every single emotion has a pair. And I feel like they work together to basically ultimately have how you feel there's always a little bit of fear and excitement there's always a little bit of if there's like a memory attached there is always happy and there is sad so getting more comfortable with negative emotions and using them like we would using happy and excited and confident and you know everything that you would consider a positive emotion to use in the same vein I would say avoid trying to have a positive response to everything a person says. I'm very guilty of this and I'm learning that it's actually quite dismissive and hurtful and sometimes it's just better to listen. Recognising that intense negative emotions often coincide with powerful positive emotions. For example, using um, grief, when you have profound grief there's often intense love there and that goes back to how every feeling has a pair um, and using both of them in a collective way to express how you really feel. To round up today's episode, toxic positivity encourages people to ignore difficult emotions, potentially intensifying the power of these feelings. Although positive thinking offers some benefits, we can't all think positivity all of the time, it's just not how we're made. Forcing someone to express only positive emotions can stifle their ability to communicate and really make them feel bad about themselves or having negative thoughts. This has been The Ghoulcast and this has been Carrie. Stay safe and stay ghoul and I will see you next time.